I'm Russ White at the Network Collective, and this is a Network Collective short take. In this short take, I'll be talking about the network without an operator. The final dream of network engineering, it seems, is to move to the point where we do not have humans working on the network, or rather, to reduce the role of the human to listening to some system tell us what to buy, racking the hardware, wiring it all in, and powering it on. The network should self-configure, either through DevOps or autonomic networking. The most a human should have to do is put some intent into the system so that it just works. The network should self-heal if something breaks. The network itself, or rather the software, should discover the root cause. The network should work around the problem. The network should notify the appropriate human of what needs to be done to fix the network itself. In fact, this sounds a lot like the electronics world of about 20 years ago. When I first started working in radio frequency systems, we would troubleshoot using the half split down to the component. The component was often a tube, a capacitor, an inductor, or a resistor. Then the component became a transistor or a misaligned drum in the drum memory system or something like this. When I left off working on radio frequency stuff, you sat down at a terminal, think something like a VT100 with the beautiful orange lettering on a black screen type of thing. You'd navigate through a uh, through a menu system because there wasn't a mouse on, attached to these systems. This process performed all the troubleshooting steps or told you what to measure and how. So you might occasionally walk over to a rack of test of equipment and grab out an oscilloscope or a multimeter and measure a few things where it told you to measure them. And in the end, the system told you what card to replace. The difference is dramatic. One environment was dynamic and working with really, really smart people who were passionate about what they did. The other was essentially being a system-driven janitor. So why not go this direction? Wouldn't it be simpler? Wouldn't it be cheaper? Wouldn't it just make the network disappear like in a magic act of some kind? There are three reasons that we actually might not want to or probably don't want to go this direction. The first reason is because processes are more brittle than humans. Many good examples of this problem can be found in the security world. For instance, a lock is a static system designed to protect some asset. No matter what an attacker does, the lock reacts in exactly the same way. This can be a good thing if the attacker's method works against the strength of the lock, but all locks have weaknesses. If an attacker can find the weakness, the attack can be directed at the weakness rather than the strength and the, attack, the lock itself doesn't know how to react dynamically to the attacker's moving target. Humans, on the other hand, respond dynamically. Merging a human with a lock combines the strength of the consistent response with the strength of a dynamic response. So long as they are combined correctly, the human is intelligent and etc., the overall system will be stronger. The same is true of a control plane, for instance. If a link fails, the control plane attempts to route around it as quickly as possible. But as quickly as possible can sometimes break things. In these cases, having a human in the system to break the cycle or to react in the way that will stop the system from causing further problems is very useful. We can always add complexity to get around situations by adding just enough dynamism to the system. But adding complexity to get around the static nature of a system adds its own kind of fragility over time. The second reason we might want to think about not keeping humans out of the network is because machines separate the decision from the decision maker. 
How many times have you been standing at a customer service counter or on the phone with a customer service representative and just trying to get them to do something that seems to you to be really, really simple? And the excuse you often hear is what? The machine won't let me do this. It's actually not the system that is stopping you from getting done what you want to get done. What is, is the designer of the system. The designer of the system blocked that option for some reason. Perhaps they saw abuse over time from other people, not you, but other people. The reason might have been completely rational from the perspective of someone sitting in an office looking at some data analytics or numbers or something like that, but it might not be rational in an actual situation in the real world. Everything has a trade-off. If you haven't found the trade-offs, you haven't looked hard enough. It is impossible to think of every possible trade-off when designing a system. So a humanless system will not react correctly in all situations. Some situations just demand something different than the system can give. The system itself, the designers of the system, cannot account for every possible trade-off. Third, even systems that don't have people involved will fail. And when they do fail, someone still needs to know how to fix them. This is not so much a lack of complaint about skills. This is rather a complaint about the ever-increasing complexity of systems without human limits. The danger is the system will become so complex that no one can actually understand it. Remember that when we go back to Keith's Law and we think about the concept of complexity, that a human can really only understand the layer at which they work and one or two layers above or below, and then everything outside of that is essentially just rumor and pop psychology. So once you build a system that's too complex for a human to understand, it's also too complex for a human to troubleshoot. So when should network operators be removed from the network? My answer is never. That's it for this time. Visit us at the Network Collective for more content that will help you grow as a network engineer. While you're there, check out our membership, which unlocks even more great content, as well as access to an awesome community of network engineers. And remember, you can always find me at rule11.tech. Thanks.